0: And this, what, what happens next, well, there's a lot of things that happen, but the few things I'm going to share with you guys. It, it just, you know, this is why I do this because of, you know, it happened to my mom and I, and there's so many people who go through this and it just made me, you know, inspired me to want to help others. But um,
1: hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about there we in are. order to broaden perspective. We might see some blood today too. Today we have midnight Paranormal society. I almost messed that up. Hey, dude, we're not even, drink. uh, we're I even drinking this going. podcast and I already messed it up. Come on, man. Uh, Midnight Paranormal Society uh, is with us. Dude, I think we're going to conjure up some stuff.
0: think I so, know. man.
1: hope not. I
0: hope
1: not. I <laughs> hey, what's going on with that? Is that gang stuff or what? We're chill out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> get away! Um, get my mask
1: on. Get, get away! We're gonna talk about ghost yeah, stuff, back and I'm excited right, about this. These guys are here in San Antonio. We're gonna get into it. So sit back, buckle up. Let's go. Too hard, too fast. Move.
0: Welcome
1: back. Welcome
0: back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. And now, submitted for your approval of the Midnight Paranormal Society. This is too hard. Too fast podcast. <laughs> the podcast of
1: the century. It's done, look. <laughs> right. All right, Midnight Paranormal Society. Is that a name? Are you guys some of a fan of the? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, oh, I you... said. I saw <laughs> that show on Nickelodeon back in the day. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. We call this story. Well, I, I don't know if that's a. Like, when I saw your name, I was like, right. Dude, are you afraid of the dark? Hell yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the name of the people that, like, well, no, it's uh, Midnight Something Society. The Midnight so- Something Society. Right, and
0: they're right. The Once they
1: gather up and. and right. um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, no, I mean, remember. Hey, this is too hard to fast. We don't check facts. But exactly. it's something about midnight yeah. something. Right. Society, and they, they gather up to tell scary stories.
0: In of the campfire.
1: The name i was like dude is that
0: a play on that or did it just happen uh no it just happened man so when before well, when i found an MPS, you know in the process of trying to you know put a team together i wasn't really sure what i wanted to name it man you know all i all i had was the idea to want to go through the process of of you know building this house if you will one brick at a time and, and just see how it came together um, but when the day came and i went downtown did the whole paperwork stuff i was like man what, what am i gonna name this team and you know i was like well we're always out after midnight i was like you know we're all about the paranormal and helping people and i mean it's a society of people so i was like yeah i just go with the midnight paranormal society and uh, i came together and it, at first i was like man i, I wonder if it sounds weird but now it just it just stuck with me man and you know just it just came to me and, and i went with it man so that's how i kind of came up with the name for uh oh, mps i love
1: the name <clears throat> um uh, the colors you guys have too, like, you know, midnight goes with everything, but that purple, I
0: right? Mean,
1: that, that throne behind you. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Piece, right? like, Mike mm-hmm. and Robert, I'm sorry. We, I kind of went too hard too fast. Uh, we got Mike and Robert with us. Um,
0: <laughs> yes. Mike and oh, Robert
1: are sitting on some kind of like purple throne. Yeah, dude. Robert's the king.
0: Yeah, Robert went all out, loud, man.
1: Hey, quick footnote. I Googled it. It's just called Midnight Society.
0: Huh. Oh, there you go. All they need that is just the yeah. name. There you go.
1: warm you're just like you just killed the whole thing. I just said I don't they don't either. check facts on this shit. <laughs> I
0: checked facts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Robert and Mike to call me out, so
0: Right. <laughs> We're calling you out in here. Yeah they, <laughs> they go.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. So uh, so how did how did how did you get started with uh Midnight? Or actually what made you want to pursue pursue normal stuff
0: because well for me yeah no definitely for me it it started when uh, i was a kid man this is back in like i want to say 88 89 um my mom she had been living in this apartment complex here in san antonio uh near the marbach and military drive area right and for anybody who lives in that area
1: first problem yeah
0: right right (laughs) If, if you're ever if you're ever in the area if you if you're going down marbach to military drive you hang your left and when you go down uh military drive you're going to come across on the right side of the road a catholic church called resurrection of the lord it's like a colorful catholic church out of the street from there, the departments there and uh, my mom had been living there for a minute before i was born and of course you know i finally came but what ended up happening was um uh, our neighbor approached my mom and mind you these apartments are like cookie cutter apartments i mean they're identical in every way you know they were kind of like the lower end apartments you know at the time and the lady was like you know to my mom you know can we have my son's birthday party because they're good friends can we have his birthday party in your apartment that was like a low key way of saying can you cook the food for us you know what I mean (laughs) and my mom being typical Hispanic woman was like I'll do it I'll help you know what I mean and so she's slaving away cooking in the in the kitchen you know all sweaty tired and I'm just sitting on the sofa watching everybody have a good time. And uh, the birthday boy, who's now since passed away as an adult, but when he was a teenager, he came in with his friend. And I'm sitting in the sofa. And all of a sudden, I kid you not, I'm sitting there. I was oblivious to a lot of things because I was a small kid, you know. But what ends up happening is a boy walks in. <clears throat> He's He has something like, this, like under his arm, like kind of like walking with something in his arm. And then he goes, I have this game I want to play. And... The other, ki- other kids who were there, they're like, well, what game is this? And he says, oh, it's the Ouija board. And bust out the Ouija board, man. I had no idea what it was. I mean, again, I was a small kid. I didn't know. And at that moment, I had the urge to use the restroom. And so our apartment, the living room, the kitchen, of course, everything was in the bottom floor. The bedrooms and the restroom, everything was on the second floor. And so I got up. I walked through the stairs. And at the stairway. There was a light switch at the bottom and a light switch at the top, if I remember correctly. I flipped the light on. I looked up and I can see the distance of the light on from the top. I head up the stairs. When I go up the stairway, it's like you come up the stairs. There's like a little small, like a landing area, and then it continues to the next, like, few stairs that are left. When I get to that landing area, the light just turns off, like, goes off. And I'm like, I'd look down the stairs to see maybe one of the other kids or somebody was messing with me. Excuse me, and there was nobody there. Did it look I, I, like?
1: Did it look like the light went on for like it exploded? It,
0: it, it just like off. just it just turned off like if someone just came in, flicked the switch. You know what I mean? So I looked about like, this at the light and it was off, right? I said, I don't care, man. I gotta use the restroom. I didn't really care. I, I, I was almost there, so I was like, I, I walk up the rest of the stairs, like three or four stairs.
1: It's almost <laughs> like you're like getting ready to tell us tell us your too hard to fast story. You're I'm tell you,
0: man. <laughs> so so I, I reached the top of the stairs. To the left is my mom's my my room. I'm sorry. To the right is my mom's room, and then directly in front of me is the restroom. I look to the left, man, and I kid you not. I look to the left and I see. And I I was given as a kid, it was passed down to the family. This uh, imagine like an old school desk chair combo, like they're stuck together, and it was like wood and metal. And the, the cubbies underneath where you sit, you know, and I was always a chubby kid, so I couldn't fit into the desk. Like I couldn't sit in it because I was too, a chubby kid. And I see this oh, full, man. I know the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I see. Me. I see this full grown man sitting on the desk, like perfectly fine. And I'm like, all I could think is, like, how does he fit there, not me? You know? So was like, <laughs> that's, that's your thought. <laughs> that, that <laughs> there's a fucking guy. Care who right. Right. And, I'm is like, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I got I got to go pee, man. I don't care. So I went to the restroom came back out and then I looked back to my room and the guy tried to paint the picture for you guys. Imagine he's sitting on the desk. He has one arm like this, like flat on the desk and the other arm like this, like the, his fist under his chin, like kind of like peering out the he's window, thinking. looking at the window. <clears throat> and he, I guess he, I don't know if he heard me or what, but he turns and it was like, he, he didn't make eye contact with me, but he kind of like just glanced at that direction. Like if he heard something and then he turned back and then I went down the stairs, whatever. And my mom, I guess she found out that there was a Ouija board there. So she, I mean, dropped bombs. I'm gonna be like, get the F out of here. And she ran everybody out of the, the apartment. Take your food with you. Take the birthday cake. Just is done. So she's locking the door up. And I said, mom, she says, yes. I said, your friend's upstairs. She says, friend. I said, yes. And at the time, I was the only child. Now there's seven of us. But at the time, it was just me by myself. Um, and how old were you? shit i was probably like maybe like four or five maybe i was a i was a small kid and so we go up the stairs I'm and mind the lights the lights still off we're up the stairs i'm following her you know and when we reach that landing area the light just turns back on and we both stop we look up the lights on we we, we you know continue up the next little bit of stairs we look to my room and there's nobody there my mom's like You saw a man and I shook my head like, yes, man. She tore up the whole top floor to see maybe someone's hiding in the house. You know, nobody, nobody was there. So without knowing that was like my first paranormal experience with the first spirit that I saw ever, at least I knew of. And shortly after that, more things happened that I can kind of get into. But uh, that's what kind of like started my journey, if you will, like, that was like the, you know, it takes an experience to like, it's like a re an action that caused a reaction. Right. So it was like the action was me seeing the ghost and the reaction was, you know, it happening more than one time. And then me wanting to become a paranormal investigator.
1: Damn. So <clears throat> did you ever see that man again? Or
0: uh, after the, after that, that time, I didn't see him again. Uh, but what ended up happening and this, and this is what, and this, what what happens next Well, there's a lot of things that happened, but the few things I'm going to share with you guys, it it just, you know, this is why I do this because of, you know, it happened to my mom and I, and there's so many people who go through this and it just made me, you know, inspired me to want to help others. But, um, so what ended up happening was one night, it was about 2 a.m. My mom and I are asleep. You know, Mm -hmm. my sister wasn't around yet. My sister, my sister, Jeanette is my co-founder of my team, but she wasn't born yet. And we're laying in the bed. And all of a sudden, I kid you not, man, we heard. Boom! 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 Like someone came, like they're trying to kick door on us, man. Like it was really loud. My mom jumped the wall scared. I jumped the wall scared. And I, you know, she took off running. I grabbed on to I run with her, and we went downstairs. She opens the door, and it was whoop, a- whoop. it's the police. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Yeah, it was the police, man. Oh shit! For officers. real? We're just kidding, dude. No, there's two officers, man, and they, and they were like, what hand on the, on the weapon like this? Like they're about to like be I mean, a shootout. Yeah, and he says we were called here. Uh, there was a man, and a woman screaming on the phone that there was, that they're being held hostage and that they, uh, that if we didn't, if the ransom wasn't paid, they're going to be killed. Yeah. And my mom, and my mom looked at them like, are you, are you talking about my apartment? Like someone called from this residence? Yes. And, and she was like, look, come in the house. Like, I mean, who knows if there are officers or not, but she was like, come inside, you can search the place. I mean, one officer stay downstairs. I mean, he, they, they went through every single closet. I mean, they went through everything the second one to, went to the top, he went through everything. They come down, they look at each other. Like they were puzzled, right? Like, and, and, and we said, come here let me show, my mom goes, let me show you something. We didn't have a, we didn't even have a house phone, bro. Like we didn't have no phone whatsoever. No phone service, nothing. Oh, wow. And he was like, he was like, he looked, they looked at each other and they go, we apologize for the intrusion. We apologize for, you know, for, but we were dispatched. We were called that there was uh, people being held r- at ransom. You know, that if we didn't pay the money, that the money wasn't paid. They were going to get killed. And, and so, the, as the officers are walking away, our neighbor who, you know, you always have a neighbor who you don't like or, you know, someone in the neighborhood, our neighbor, we, my mom didn't like them <laughs> because they were like, I mean, just rude people, man. Like, And so, they came out. Oh, yeah, and while we're awake, why do you tell your, your son to stop running out, uh, up and down the stairs at 2 in the morning? Right. And, my, and my, my mom says, what would you say? Yeah, Mikey. And she, she points at me like, you know, the dirty finger. And she's like. You keep running up and down the damn stairs. I'm tired of that, you know, whatever. And I was like, and I'm and I'm a small kid. And I'm like, wait. And I'm looking at it like, there's no way that's me. because I'm, I'm afraid. I was afraid, you know what I mean? To be out at night in the stairway or anywhere. And so my mom was like, that's not possible. Because when I go to bed, he's right there with me. He will not leave my sight. She's like, no, I can hear him literally running up and down the stairs, like touching the wall, slapping the wall. She's like, I could hear the whole thing all night. My mom says, that's not my son. He's always with me. And so, um, you know, they tell us this, she was kind of, she kind of had like this like, scared look like, oh, she, then what is it? Right. So she, uh, you know, just left it alone. She went to her apartment. We went to ours. Um, short after that, the, the the next biggest thing that we kept seeing was,
1: Wait, was there any, any chance that maybe like, um, the police got the
0: apartment number wrong, and really somebody dude, that, was
1: being held. Dude, that would that
0: would have been crazy. never got paid. That would have, that would have been crazy, man. <laughs> they got the wrong apartment. Uh, but I don't know, man. And if they did, man, R.I.P. to those people. <laughs> yeah, right, um, never uh, got help. But uh, what ended up happening was at the bottom of our stairs, right? My mom ended up putting this curtain up there on. Like, I don't know how the hell she hung it, but she hung a curtain there. Uh, it was like a, imagine like a semi-transparent curtain because every single day like whenever we saw that the tv because back in the day that the cable that was back then that my mom told me about it was called rogers cable and so um i remember our we had the old school box tv and it had like the uh i guess it was like digital numbers in the front but it was like you would see the numbers jumping from channel to back and forth back and forth and we didn't have a remote for that tv and my grandma came over and i'm watching cartoons and it I remember it would jump from channel to channel, channel to channel. And my grandma was like, you know, cussing the Spanish and stuff. Like, what's going on with the TV? Mama says, I think it's the ghost. Oh, what ghost? And, you know, of course, dropping some bombs, you know. And so we would, mama, at the stairway, at the bottom of the stairs, Try to imagine you would see two little feet like peek out of the, bottom, you know, the, the, the stair. You see two feet come out like this and then come like move back away. Or you would see like a hand grab onto the the, the the wall there and then go like this. So my mom, was, we were tired of seeing this stuff. We are scared. So she put a curtain there to block that area. Well, then uh, whenever we would see this thing appear there, not the whole body, but just the hand and the feet, you would see it like literally touching the curtain, like physically moving the curtain like this. And so one day we went to the church Call street, that uh, resurrection of the Lord. And I never forget the priest there. I won't say his name out of respect, but uh, we, my mom went to him and said, "You know, Father so or you know Father so and so, you know I think there's a ghost in our house. You know we don't know how to deal with it. Can you please come cleanse our house or help us in a way?" He says, "I'm sorry, man, but we don't do none of that stuff. We don't offer those services." He says, "Here you go. Here's some scriptures. Here's some holy water. Good luck." Pretty much, my mom started crying. You know, she was like, "I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know. I don't know I, I, why us." And we're walking home. You like, said we this
1: there. was a Catholic or a Christian? or A
0: Catholic church. Oh, okay, That expanded. And, and, you know, she's crying. You know, we're walking across. We live across the street. I mean, if you were to pass by that area now, you, you'll see the church still there. Um, you know, she's walking across the street and she's crying, holding my hand. And she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm, I feel lost. I feel, you know, like no one believes us. They think they were crazy. And even the priest asked her, are you on drugs? You know, like, are you smoking anything? Like. You know, he, he asked a lot of questions that are, you know, even now that I have to ask to my clients. Right. But uh, anyways, and she was like, I'm not crazy. I don't do drugs, whatever. You could drug test me. So we walk home in the night, you know, starting in the evening, we get home and she was crying there. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I feel like, you know, no one believes us. And then she's like, she's like, Mikey, what can we do for people to believe us? I was a little kid, man. I had no idea, you know, and then she tells me, I got it. She's like, what if we invite someone to our home or, or if someone comes over to our house, we won't tell them what we're experiencing. We'll just stay quiet about it. You know, when they come into our apartment, we won't say nothing. And let's see if they have an experience on their own. And that way, if they have an experience, that validates that we're not crazy that that if they saw it. We saw it, too. Then we're not crazy. So that, that was the plan. But who is the who would be the lucky contestant to come to our house and experience this? Right. George, so, huh? George. George. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, so one morning, I go nowhere near. It. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you my right <laughs>
1: stuff. I'll, I'll go, go bro. bro. I had a haunted house.
0: Right. So one morning,
1: let's hear Mike's story.
0: So, so one morning, of all the people to show up, who comes knocking really early in the morning? Can you guess? A priest. Nope. Barney? A drunk guy. Somebody yeah. drunk. The the Jehovah the Jehovah Witnesses. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. for yeah. real? Close to Barney. Yeah. And they're knocking the door and, you know, sometimes people duck and dodge and they see those people. And my mom was like, come inside like and down
1: th- the corner. You're like, you're staring out the window. I'm like, I
0: get Right. Right. <laughs> and, and there were those Spanish ladies, right. They came inside. My mom's like, come inside, stay here. I'm making breakfast. I'm making coffee. You know, don't leave. Just, just sit here. And I'm sitting the edge of the sofa, man, at the corner of the sofa. And I'm looking like, I'm in like, like Hawkeyes, man. I'm just like looking at the, the stairway to see, for that that grand moment when this thing will show its feet or hands and, and I didn't want to scream but like look and then it disappears right so I was like you know what let me just let me just stay quiet and if I see it and I don't blink hopefully one of these ladies will look at me and look that direction and she'll see this thing so sure enough just like clockwork man this thing I looked that way and you see that you see the two little the two little shoes came out and then all of a sudden you saw two little baby hands like little tiny hands pushing the curtain like this and all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to scream top of my lungs, man. Like, look. And the lady, one of them looks at me, looks that way and sees the hands over there. And she says to my mom in Spanish, of course, she says, uh, um, can you invite your daughter to come sit down with us? Oh my so we so talk about Jehovah or whatever. And my mom says, what do you mean, my daughter? She's like, I'm right now, I'm pregnant right now. And I'm going to have a little girl, but I don't have one yet. But then who's the kid over there sitting down the stairs? And of course, it's all speaking Spanish, right? But when who's the little girl sitting over there at the stairs? My mom says if you can get that little girl to come sit with us, I'm guiding my son and I'm gonna run out the apartment. <laughs> like, and she goes and she's like, huh? So she gets up, brave. She gets up and she walks over there. She goes to the stairs, man. She gets that curtain like this. She rips out like to move out of the way. It was like a thick like, blink of an eye. It just vanished, and wow. she went ah like the lady she screamed and the other ladies got scared they jumped up and literally they ran straight out of my apartment left their booklets their pamphlets i mean they left their purses that's how afraid they were and so at that moment that was like like a, a weight you know like breaks or like weights being lifted off her back because that was proof that you know my mom and i weren't crazy that what we were experiencing was a real thing that was happening and so my mom was so happy, she cried like of happiness, like you know, she was happy, but then it, 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 it kicks in like, oh crap, our house is really haunted, you There's know. Something here, yeah. Right. And it's, I, I
1: get that, that is crazy because you do see that a lot in movies, like and I always thought it was just like a, a cop a cop out or like uh something, you know, like ah uh, it's it's in every and every movie and like right. they always th- talk about oh, the guy's crazy or the guys on drugs, like right. you said, or right. something. And so, I guess it's really like, how do you, how do you tell somebody that, hey, I I see things like when you say you're like, I think my house is haunted. It's like nah, you're just seeing things. Because especially, I don't know, I either maybe fear. It's like nah, don't don't play. Kind of like kind of
0: right. Story. I mean, because I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. It could have been worse. It
1: could have been like the sixth sense at the
0: ending with you guys. <laughs> oh man, that would that would have <laughs> been crazy. He's dead the whole time. Right. No, oh, yeah, but uh. So when we lived there in that apartment, you know, we eventually came to a point where more things were happening, right? Um, I'll tell you one of the the last things that happened there before we moved out, because there was a lot of things that happened. We were there for years. I think we were there for about maybe 10 years we lived there, probably more. Um,
1: The rent never went up or
0: what? I probably (laughs) did, man. But uh, I don't know. I would have been down like two years in. I'm like, right, right.
1: And the rent's going up. No, I'm out.
0: Right. and uh so what one of the things that happened last before we're like you know what we're done um my my great grandfather he was dying of cirrhosis of the liver mm-hmm. and he was at the point already where he you know the night came he they took him to the, the hospital because it was already yeah that was it he was going and um my my mom and i went to go stay at my tia's house um for those who were wondering the there is that's so they're like by uh what is this school called? Uh, Memorial High School like in that area. And um, we, were, we went to go stay over there. And my my Diaz, which is my mom's Diaz, they were in the hospital, my great-grandfather. And he was already, let's say he was checking out of this world, man. And uh, before we left our apartment, we had some. my mom had some friends. They were from Mexico. And I never forget them, man. I never forget those people. They were such great people, man. Um, she told them, listen, here's a key to my house. Here's a copy of my key to my apartment you have permission every night before you, you know, if you can, if you don't mind, go just go check the apartment, open it one time, look in there. Everything's cool, man. Lock it back up. Okay. And so we're at the, my, my aunt's house and we get a phone call and she says, she was, she never said Joanne to my mom. Joanne, Joanne, like, because they're from Mexico. Joanne, it was Juani and Pepe, right? Joanne. And She's like, "Are you? Uh, did you come back home anytime a little while ago and left?" Mom says, "No, I've been. We're still here." And she says, "Are you sure?" She goes, "Yes. Why?" She goes, "If that's not you, then someone's having a party at your apartment." And she's like, "A party?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "We we're, we're gonna go check the apartment like you asked us to." And the music was loud in your apartment. You could hear, like, she was, like, imagine you, you know, and I'm telling you guys, imagine when you go to, like, a restaurant, and now you hear all the noise from all the people talking at one time, like mm-hmm. that, all muffled, that they could hear people, like, laughing and talking in the apartment, like, they're having a party. There's
1: a, like, there's a crowd in there.
0: Right. And, and she was, like, oh, I guess they're back. Okay, cool. And she goes, Mom, I was, like, no, we, we're still here. I mean, I'm talking to my aunt's phone. And she's, like, okay. She's, like, can y'all go check? Go to, open the door. Do you see people? Call the cops if you have to. <clears throat> so the husband, Pepe, right? He, uh, he what we they they go back over there. He don't have no gun, like no weapon. He just kind of goes, like, just being him. I think he got a hammer or something. He went over there and he put the key into the door, opens the door like this. When he opens it, like this the lights were instantly out. Oh, wow. And mind you, as they're walking up, to care the people in the party, you know, having a good time. He put the key into the door, unlocked them. The moment he opened this, Lights were off, no party going on, nothing. And he, and he got so scared. He was like, locked it back up. And they went straight to the house, caught us. They said, there's no one in there. And my mom was like, what? So then it happened a few, a few different nights. And so finally we went back home. My grandfather had, my grandfather passed away and um, we got home. And right when we we're pulling up, they were there in the, in the, you can see them in the grassy area by the apartment, like, like looking at the apartment and we're coming and they're like, and she says in Spanish, like, look, 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 you can see the party going on. So my mom and I, we looked that way, and sure enough, you can hear loud music. You can hear like a people are partying there, man. You can hear it. My mom's like, F this. She wants, she ran to the door, put the key into the door. As soon as you went at this, Juani and Pepe stood back looking at the apartment from the distance, right? As soon as she put the key at this and she turned the knob they saw the lights shut off by themselves and she opened the door. Nobody was there. My mom was like, you know what? Game over. We're moving out. So we left. And, um, you know, you guys years... never
1: figured out like what was going on in that apartment or what? Well,
0: well, one of the things that we were able to confirm was my mom went years later, man. I'm talking about years later. I was already grown already, but she went just to talk to the apartment manager who still was there to this day. And she's asked her, you know, when we were living there, you know, you know, Mikey saw this man in the room. I think it was a spirit. And the lady finally said, look, I can't be giving this information now. But just so you know, back in the day, there was a guy who was renting before you guys, and he committed suicide in Mikey's room, oh. him himself. And that was so that was one of the things that we they were able to confirm for us. But I feel like everything else, I'm I'm thinking now that it had to do with the Ouija board. maybe I don't know. But um, after that, after that time, we wouldn't, man, we moved around so many times. Like my mom was on housing, man. So, you know, instead of staying at one place, you know, years and years, my mom always loved to move. She wanted to move everywhere. So, I mean, I lived all over San Antonio, but everywhere we moved, something would happen. Like we would move to a neighborhood and the first thing a kid does moving into a new neighborhood or go to a new school, you know, you introduce yourself, but the kids would be like, hey, so how, how was it that you moved into the house in the block that's haunted? How did you move into the house in the block that someone committed suicide? How do you move into the house in the block where someone got killed or, you know, something tra- like the most tragic thing happened? And then we started questioning, like, is it bad luck? Is it like wrong place at the wrong time? Are we, you know, are we cursed? Like, you know, what is it? And it was always like that everywhere we moved, man. And I mean, there was just, so many experiences. I mean, I can see her talk to you days upon days, man, talking about the experiences, but, you know, and then the the, the time came, um, I mean, you know what, let me share another experience with you, if you don't mind.
1: No, no wait, for real. But so, um, Go ahead. Before you share, like, and I don't know if you're going to lead into that, but do you think like stuff followed you or something clinged onto you?
0: Or is that what that, you're... That's, that's a good question, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I know that my sister, Jeanette, She's very gifted. I mean, she has she has an ability or abilities, and it's like, you know, even as a kid, man, you know, because she's partially, it's like she's partially, I guess you could say, partially blind, where she can't really see that well. And um, when we are kids, like her vision was so bad, like we'll be playing, we'll play hide and go seek or like it, and it'll be me, her, my brother Joe, and we'll be running, man, and I'm sometimes she'll run full speed right into the wall. Like, I mean, she'll be running after us, and we would take off and go hide, and she'll run like this boom we hit the wall and fall down we're like what the hell like how did she not see that the, the wall was there you know what i mean and i guess because she had trouble with her, with her eyes and but you would hear her having full conversations in the room as a little imagine a little girl right having full conversations with someone. like if they're there and, and and i know sometimes you, you hear kids talking and playing with toys but her the kind of conversation she was having back and forth like you could hear her saying something and then responding and then you know like it was like a full in-depth conversation i'm like there's no way a little girl like that little could be having that conversation. You know what I mean? Right. And so I feel like maybe, you know, it's a possibility. I don't know. I'm, I'm not hundred percent. Maybe she attracted things because of her abilities, or maybe it was just like, you know, one of those things where, I don't know. We had bad luck. I don't know, but, uh, you got to
1: interview her one day.
0: Yeah. She has a lot of stories. I wish she could have been here right now. Um, well, I
1: mean, we can always like invite you guys back up. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, I was going to say, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> I think something's there's a demon inside me right now. I'm uh-huh. <clears throat> just kidding. Um, sorry guys. Um, what I was, well, you know, when you mentioned the Ouija board and your mom, I uh, was like, "Nah, get get out!" Once you found <laughs> out, like I remember having a similar kind of thing. The Ouija board never made it into my house because I was like, "Hey, mom, I I don't know what a Ouija board was," so I was like, "Right," hey. and she like. 100% percent like no me pendejadas It's like don't bring that stuff here.
0: Right. I right. don't want anything
1: mm-hmm. to do with it. Estás loco, like you're crazy. Right. No, do not even play with it. So I never and- I've never even touched one, or I don't think I've ever seen one in and like like real life in real life. Just from that. Well, have fear, one in my like, book, but- Don't show me don't show bring you. that nonsense in here. Well, nowadays, <laughs> don't need it. hey don't curse our podcast bro well now <laughs> you don't even need a ouija board it's modernized so we can use your phone system in actual spirit i've oh, seen it oh that's
0: true so man. um to get to just show that this experience right so we moved there's a, a neighborhood in, in san antonio and i don't know if you guys are familiar with there anyone who's gonna listen to this podcast will be familiar with it but there was a neighborhood called indian creek that that uh, i moved into off of uh five palms and um Oh, Pierce Art Road, I think it's called. And um, I was living there as a kid, and we moved in the tail end of when it was really bad. Like the neighborhood was really bad. But we moved in right when they were cleaning things up already. Um, and so the street we were living on, I never forget, it's called Sweet Maiden. I'll never forget that, man. I'll never forget that time. So we were there, and I remember my neighbor. He was so cool. His family was from Mexico, right? Um, he tells me a story that he's like, "Hey man, one day, one of these days I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you a story that something happened really bad." I'm like, "Why why would you tell me that? And not tell me the story. Just tell me." Like, you know, like like. I you know, and, I, and, I was, and he was like, "Ah, next time, next time." I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me, bro?" So I, I had no idea what it was about, right? So one night, or one day, should I say? It was it was so like afternoon. It was a weekend. I was laying in my bed and my brother, Joey, he would always do stupid stuff to scare us, man. Like, you know, these jump scares. And I was laying on my bed and where I'm laying at my feet are like pointing towards the door, you know, the doors to my right kind of. And I see my brother crawling from the, my periphery, right? I see him, him crying this on the floor, like the army crawl, right? Like he's coming into the door. And I'm like, man. he's, he's going to try to scare me, but I'm going to get him. I'm going to, I'm going to, when he jumps up to scare me, I'm going to get him back, you know? And he's like, I, I can see him crawling on the ground, coming towards me about, throw set up on my corner of my eye. And as he's getting closer, I'm like, I'm going to, Round he gets close to him, I'm going to count down. And then I'm going to jump up and I'm going to scare this kid. Right. And so I'm laying there playing it off and he's just getting closer. I'm like three, two, one. And I jumped, I, I set up and I went, Ah, oh, I mean, as loud as I can yell, and I, and I see it like this, and when he when goes like this, it was in my brother, man. There was a boy standing there in my room looking at me like this, like, no sound, like, no, like, ah, but he was like this, like, if I scared the hell out of him. Oh. I thought it was one of my brother's friends or something, you know, When and then he, he was about to turn to, like, run, and when I looked down, what caught my attention, and I'll never forget this to this day, there was no feet there, like imagine where your ankles at right here, from from like your ankle down there was no no feet. For warm, that would
1: be ankles for you. One. And and,
0: <laughs> and he runs like this, and he, it's like he this into the wall. It was gone. Oh my and God. I I yelled so loud, I thought I was gonna pass out how scared I was. I, I ran. I was you know I a teenager. I run to the kitchen. I'm like, ah, and she, she's like, slow down. My heart's racing. I'm like twitch. I'm like shaking and stuff. And what, 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 what did you see? And I was like, oh, she's like, slow down, slow down. Trying to give me like a spoon of sugar, like calm down the way that, you know, and I'm like, and as I finally calm down and she's like, what did you see? What happened? And I explained to her, like I told you guys and she's like, what? So then I went to the, I went to the, my my friend, I said, listen, man, I don't know what the hell you're going to tell me that story, but I need to tell you what I, what I experienced. He goes, was it the boy with no feet? Oh my God, man. that <laughs> And you're like, what the hell? And he goes, Okay, let me tell you the story now. And I said, what, man? Just tell me. So apparently th- where he lives, the guy, my friend at the time where he was living at, there was a family who lived there before him. And apparently something happened when there was like an explosion in the garage. I don't know if it had to do with the water heater. Something exploded so bad that the kid literally got, it blew him up pretty much. Like it exploded and, and like his feet flew, like, you know, ripped off of him and that somehow he ended up in the street crawling towards my house and then when he crawled into my yard that's where he passed and so that was you know what he told me i don't know how true it was but i mean i saw this kid with no feet so i was like holy smokes you know and so my neighbor he was like this uh you know he was like the uh i don't want to say the dad of the the neighborhood like he was like this like a, a big brother that nobody had in the neighborhood right and he was an older dude. Like, he would watch out for everybody in the, in the neighborhood. Like, he was real cool. His name was Roger. Um, I don't know if he's still alive or not. But he had a, his brother moved in with him named David. And this dude had a camcorder. That right there, when I saw him the camcorder, when I was in, I was like, you know what? After I saw the Blair Witch Project, I was like, you know what? There's stuff happening here. I wonder if he'll let me use this camcorder. I could record stuff. And that was kind of, like, inspired me to, like, the whole rec- documentation part of it, right? So I said, hey, man, David, I go. there's a ghost in my house, bro. I saw it. I said, would you be willing to let me use your camcorder? Um, I'll record. If I don't catch anything, cool, man. But if I do, this will be proof of a ghost, man, in my house. He says, don't break my shit, man. Don't break my camera. I said, I'm not. I promise I'll put a deposit. I have 40 bucks cash right now. He said, no, I don't want want your money, man. Just take care of it. I said, okay, cool. So I took it to my house. All my friends were like, hey, man, can we go to your house and stay the night? You could see the ghost, too. I said, sure, man. So we're there. We started watching The Exorcist, right, just to kind of get into the mood and, you know, get things going. <laughs> Free gaming. <laughs> right. Everybody got so scared, man. They they, they knocked out and fell asleep. Man, I was the only one awake, me and my brother. And I heard the little ding where the camcorder had finished charging. I said, man, it was ready to rock, man. So I took the camera off the charger. I put the night vision on. And I took off walking through my house, man. I'm like, you know, hey, if there's any ghosts here, you know, I would like to talk to you, whatever, whatever. And then I went through the whole part, the whole house. Nothing happened, man. I was like, damn. I went to the restroom. I came out, and I, you know, I'm recording. I see my brother sitting on the sofa to my right, going towards my living room. I said, Joey,
1: you look like a ghost right now, Worm. Kind of part of my illusion. Yeah. What's going <laughs>
0: on? I said, Joey, look at the camera. Say, say hello. Hey, this is the camera, like he flips me off, and <laughs> I laugh about it. And and like say, this is the camera here in my hands, right? I'm oh. looking, I'm looking at him. He flips it off, and I turn like this away from him, right? That moment, I turn like this to the left. There's a freaking like a floating head looking oh. at my brother face to face like this. Is like it, imagine cool. like, and, and it was so quick. I was like, like I think if you turn, boom, it was gone. I was like, I know I saw this. I I literally stopped it. I I stopped the the video, rewinded it. And sure enough, that moment that it was, I was moving away at this. I paused it right at that moment. And it looked looked like there was like a blue face, like a magic stick. It was glowing, looking at my brother, not like Ghostbusters, like, you know, like animation. It was just like like a blue face that was shiny, looking at my brother. And when this happened, I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. And that neighborhood, it spread like a wildfire, man, that I had caught a ghost on camera. Man people next the next neighborhood over sky harbor all the different neighborhoods around the area were like the kids coming to my house you hear people knocking on my door hey is this like is this the house with the guy with the ghost hunter and i was like what and they're like aren't you the guy who caught the ghost on camera can we see it and i'm like my buddy it's his camera but i can ask him we can you know let's see it and we will go there man all these kids will come i became real popular like hey they they can me the ghost hunter you know and i was like man maybe this is my destiny man maybe i'm supposed to do, do this you know and so um, that was an experience there. But, I mean, there was just – I've had so many experiences, but that's what led me to the moment where one day, one day I was talking to my sister, who's my co-founder, her name's Jeanette. I said, hey, sis, I was like, um, remember all the things we kind of experienced growing up, you know, all the ghost and just – I mean, we saw some crazy stuff, man. I was like, what if, what if we did that? What if we made our own team and we find – People like us who've experienced this, and even if they haven't, but they have that passion, the want to help people or better, at least better understand this. That way, we can try to eliminate the fear. I think the reason why people fear the paranormal is because of of the unknown, not knowing why it happens, how it happens, why me, why this person. So it's like, how can we try to help? There be less fear, you know. And so she was like, honestly, she's like, I want to do it, but I'm I'm just not ready right now. I said, "Why?" And she was still in, the, in that party phase, you know, like wanting to just be a person and go party, you know, be young. I did it by myself, man. I, I started NPS. I had no, I had no idea, what, you know, what was going to come from this. You know, I was, I, was, I prayed about it, man. I was like, "Hey, you know what, Lord? This is what I'm meant to do. Like, you guide, you know, I'll take the steps, I'll walk, but you guide me, man." Like, and 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 there were times, man, where I prayed, bro. I'm a big believer in prayer. Like, I prayed to god like can you please help me find people because like you know what man i could easily done this by myself just a solo person but i I wanted my team to be like uh you know like my my family i have a big media family i wanted to have a big team and not just anybody come to my team but i want people who are going to come that we're going to have my back and me have their back when because think about this when things get crazy man and 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 you don't have to believe me, but when shit gets real, man, shit hits the fan, you know who's gonna have your back and who's gonna run. Yeah. And I want I want people who are gonna stick by my side who are gonna have my back. I don't care if the devil himself appears. They're like, you know, Mike, we got you, man. We're here, we're here with you. And so I prayed about it. And one by one, man, my team came together. And it, it was uh the best feeling, man, when those people one by one came. And then once they were here, just like Robert, it was like this is what I'm supposed to do, and so now, you know, we don't get paid for this, man. You know, we don't we don't ask anybody for anything. You know, people donate to us every now and then, which it helps a lot. But everything comes from our own pocket, you know. And people reach out to us, hey, man, my house is haunted. I mean, we've had people contact us who are genuinely experiencing stuff, and we've also had people who no disrespect anybody who they need mental help. You know, it is what it is. But you know, we, well, yeah, that,
1: that's what I was gonna ask—is that I. Well, you doing this, and I'm surprised that you don't do it as a as a business and in a sense of like getting paid, right? Going out to meet a client, like yes, uh, getting donations is good. I'm glad that you know people can. I'm gonna put somewhere you know all your information, uh, so people can donate and help you guys out. But um, I think you doing this it gives the validation like at the time when you were experiencing things with your mom uh, in the apartment and, you know, she's kind of like going through like a, I don't know, to me it almost sounded like she was going into a depression because nobody would believe.
0: Right. It. Right.
1: And I may be wrong and all that, but just from what I understood. Right. So, so there's other people that are probably going through this. So you being this person that can have that validation, like I'm an impartial person i'm right. here to say yes there's something or there's nothing right i'm here to like give you that you know validation uh, as those jehovah witness were there
0: right and i'm gonna say A- A- A-
1: uh fucking the curtain stuff like uh, i don't know how like my like i think I, I probably won't sleep tonight because my mind just like makes things up right. <clears throat> it makes things like worse um when I shower, sometimes I feel like I always—I don't know why—I always think about like, oh, there's somebody standing next, out there, right? The psycho scene. Yes, <laughs> the psycho. I mm-hmm. think that's where it came from, you know, watching that movie. And so, like, I'm so afraid, like, just that seeing a hand do that, and I hate when my wife does it because she'll do it right. like. like so, like, talk to me. I'm like, dude, don't don't do that. Like, it scares the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, the other fear I have is like windows at night. I hate looking out the window at night thinking there's going to be something standing there. Uh, right. That's my experiences. Well, um, And I want to ask that, too, Robert. Like, I, w- I want to know, like, how you got into this as yeah, well.
0: W- so well, we, what yeah. we can do is. I'll let Mike oh. finish first. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain, cause I will explain because I want to share more, more experiences about us I want again because since Robert's here only for my team, I want to explain or share with you guys how I met Robert, how Robert came about, and then he can say the rest. Um,
1: All right, so it's true. at first, I think we're going to take a pause here because you know what? And I heard my mom's voice behind me and I just turned real quick because, you know, just out of reflex, I heard my mom's voice and I saw my mom's head on like a very skinny, skinny, like a... Uh, It'll almost look like a puppet body. I am getting scared. I'll never see again. I'm never going to, uh, you know, never, I'm never going to open up a curtain again. So we're going to pause it here. We're going to continue it Thursday. More scary stories on Thursday with Midnight Paranormal oh, Society. No. Ay, ghost. <laughs> but with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? El cucuy. Call MPS. If you if you think there's a Kukui, call M P S Mister. With that said, there be you, there be weird.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>